everyone. That was a jig called The Munster Buttermilk, which is part of a set of tunes called Dreamcatcher from an album that I did with the RTE Concert Orchestra in late 2011. It was a huge, huge honour for me to play with the orchestra and to get to record a full album with them. And I feel extremely proud and blessed to have been given such an amazing opportunity to do something so prestigious. I still can't believe my luck. I had often wondered what it would be like to play with an orchestra, but I realised that it wouldn't be an easy thing to achieve. And also I was aware that it would be a very costly project to take on by myself. Now I'm going to try to explain how this pipe dream came into fruition. The whole thing happened very gradually over six years. In November 2006, there was a big celebration in Dublin to celebrate the 25th anniversary of the National Concert Hall. And the event was run by two very good friends of mine, Lloyd Byrne and Joe Chibby. Lloyd used to play the drums in my band and he played percussion in Donald Looney's band, Cole Finn which I used to play in as well. And I also knew Joe fairly well because he plays electric bass in various different bands. The anniversary event was to be a huge big gala concert called Ireland's Finest. And there were several guests, including Paul Brady, The Chieftains, James Galway, Cullum Wilkinson, Declan O'Rourke, Emer Quinn, Carlos Nunes, Brian Byrne, Brian Kennedy, Sean Davey and lots more. I was asked to submit two pieces for orchestration. They requested Blackbird plus one of my own choice. So I chose a great tune called The White Strand Sling, which was written by my good friend here in Galway, Peter Brown. And the two pieces were orchestrated by Johnny Tate. This was my first time ever playing with an orchestra, so I was very, very excited and very nervous as well. And I knew both of these tunes like the back of my hand and I could probably play them in my sleep but it was still nerve wracking because if you make a mistake, it could potentially topple over the whole apple cart because there's so many people playing in the orchestra. The day of the show was very exciting and it was great to get the chance to meet up with all the other people that were on the show. And as you can imagine, there was a great atmosphere backstage. It was almost like a festival, but it was also fairly intense because everyone needed to sound check and rehearse with the orchestra. And it was astonishing for me to see how the orchestra were able to play on everybody's music with very little rehearsal. Obviously, the orchestra members are reading everything and it absolutely fascinated me how they were able to do so quickly. Most traditional musicians play by ear and it takes a lot of us a long time to figure out a tune by just reading the notes. And a lot of us never even learned how to read music in the first place. But for the orchestra members, it was just like reading a book to them. They made it look so easy. And the conductor was David Brophy and he did a brilliant job as always. And he did a great job in mediating between the traditional musicians and the rock musicians who were in my band and the classical musicians. My two pieces were the first two items on the concert set list. So this was absolutely great for me because it meant that I was able to enjoy the rest of the show and not be stressed out about my performance. There was a lot of talk on the night with Lloyd and Joe and the orchestra manager that they would love to do some more with me. And it was an exciting thought, but there was no plan in motion about how it would come together or be financed. I'll play another track from the album for you. This one is a beautiful Swedish tune. 
I couldn't find the name for this tune, so we just gave it the name Butterflies. A year and a half later, in April 2008, I was invited by the RTE Concert Orchestra to play a big concert with them at the Helix Theatre in Dublin to do the two pieces that we had done in 2000 plus 
six other pieces with the offer that the orchestration be done by Brian Byrne. Brian is a fantastic musician and brilliant orchestrator who lives in LA and does lots of music for Hollywood movies. This, of course, was a very exciting offer and I grabbed the opportunity with both arms. Again, I was amazed by how little rehearsal time gets scheduled with the orchestra and everybody is reading and is as cool as a breeze. The next opportunity to play with them came five months later in September 2008 with the offer to play at the opening of the brand new Wexford Opera House which was to be broadcast live on the Late Late Show on RTE1 TV. Before I tell you any more I'd like to play another track from the album. This is a set of jigs called Flying Circus. The first tune was written by Jim Murray and the second tune was written by myself.
The next opportunity to play with the orchestra was Paddy's Day at the Waterfront Hall in Belfast in 2010. David Brophy was also the conductor at this event. Again, very little rehearsal time. And I remember walking on stage and getting a massive fright because I couldn't remember how many times I was supposed to play the very first tune. And I asked Jim, Jim Murray, who was playing the guitar with me, and he didn't know either. So it's a a set of tunes that we play regularly at our own gigs. And normally the amount of times that we play it wouldn't really be a big issue at all. Because if we were just by ourselves, a nod or a shout about a change is usually enough for everyone to know whether we're going to go around again or not before we change into the next tune, which is often in a different key. So as you can imagine... If we changed into the next tune and the orchestra didn't change with us, it was going to be an absolute disaster. So walking on stage that night felt like a slow motion, massive pile up of a motorway car crash. And we knew, Jim and I, that there was a big possibility that this was going to happen. And the orchestra were already on stage and there was nothing we could do to prevent it. And sure enough, when the time came... The big pile-up car crash did happen and this was going out live on BBC Radio Ulster. I can't remember whether we fixed ourselves up to match the orchestra or whether it was the other way around, but there was definitely at least a five or six second disaster which felt like about five or six minutes. Now to try to help you and me to get that image out of our heads, I'll play another tune for you from the album. And this is a tune called April Magnolia. It's an absolutely gorgeous tune that was written by Jim Murray. And he wrote the tune in memory of his friend's little baby girl who died when she was only a toddler. She died in April, just around the time that the beautiful flowers in the magnolia tree are beginning to fade and fall.
April Magnolia there, written by Jim Murray. So to get back to the story of how the album came about, somehow I got offered to do an album with the orchestra. And as you know, we already had about eight tunes that we had been doing live with the orchestra and they were already charted out for orchestra. But I saw this as an amazing opportunity to do a new record of all brand new material plus a few trad tunes. And to do the tunes that we already had would have been an easy option. But I thought it would be a pity not to use this opportunity to have a a new album of all new fresh material. So Jim Murray and myself set about writing tunes for the project. And that was in late 2011. I wrote loads of tunes on my own and sent them down to Jim and vice versa. And Joe Chibby and Jim came to my house in Salt Hill two or three times to start work on the process of the orchestration. In in September or October, I can't remember which, in 2011, Jim and I recorded all the parts with the big band and keyboards and bass and drums in my home studio in Killeenian. And the orchestra overdubbed their parts in a big recording room in RTE at a later date. The album was released in February 2012. We launched the CD with a show at the Opera House in Cork and another one at the National Concert Hall in Dublin, which was filmed and broadcast on RTE. In July the same year, Joe Chippy formed a smaller orchestra, which was independent of RTE, and it was to be conducted by himself. So we played with Joe's orchestra to over 10,000 people at an open air gig at the Volvo Ocean Race Festival in Galway. The following month, we did another show with Joe's orchestra at the All-Ireland Fla in Cavan with Joe conducting. And the following February 2013, we played at the INEC in Killarney with Joe's orchestra also. We haven't done any orchestra gigs since, but it would be really lovely to do six or seven of them in a row because up to now... All the orchestra gigs that we've done have just been one-off gigs, which are always nerve-wracking. Because normally when you're doing a tour, it it is usually nerve-wracking the first night or two, and then you get into it after a while. So that's why I say it would be great to do a big clatter of gigs like that with the orchestra at some stage. I'm going to finish off now with a tune called Top Dog Gaffo, which was written and is always played in memory of my dog, Gaffo. I did a video for this tune many years ago, And there were several thousand views on the video on YouTube. It was a a professionally shot video by my great friend James Clenahan with all my dogs. And any potential earnings from the track were to go towards Madra Dog Rescue in Connemara. It was doing very well on YouTube, but something weird happened that made it disappear. And I couldn't find it for years. But we have it again now and I'm looking forward to launching the Top Dog Gaffo video again very soon. Anyway, here's the Top Dog Gaffo track from the Flying Circus album and I hope you like it. Thank you so much everybody for listening and I hope you enjoyed the whole podcast and you can listen to all the rest of the album on Spotify. (laughs) 